I, uh, I took this girl back to my apartment the other night, and uh, as soon as we got there, as soon as we got through the door, I proceeded to work her asshole. <laughs> so afterwards, she said to me, why did you start with that? I said, because your face is a fucking atrocity. <laughs> and I took this girl to meet my grandmother. I said, uh, take a good look at her, because when I get done with her, she's going to look like a glazed vanilla crow. <laughs> she said, what do you mean by that, Frankie? I said, I'm going to come on ahead, Grandma. <laughs> you guys don't like family humor? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not landing these jokes with two fucking broads in the car. <laughs> Well, it felt good to take a quick hiatus from doing and producing and recording Lettuce Bediots every week. But we are officially back. And it uh, took me quite a few tries to get this intro right. Because when you're not working your muscles, they shrink. Like I'm trying to say is my podcast muscle for narration has shrunk. Anyway, uh, I guess it's a good time to roll a few ads from our sponsors. My name is Darren Joseph. I'm a stand-up comedian and I have a card game I'd like to tell you about. The Fight Card Game is a simple game of chance. Pick a card and you are ready to cheer for your fighter and how they win. It's a must-have for fight fans, but also for those who get invited to combat sports viewing events. Pick a card and be invested in the bout. It's simple. Great for all combat sports, MMA, UFC, Bellator, boxing, and jiu-jitsu matches. Other sports have seasons, but combat sports are all year long, so you will get plenty of use. Host your own fight night party, or be a hit at a friend's by bringing the cards. They're pocket size and easy to carry. Learn more about the cards at thefightcardgame.com, or go directly to Amazon to purchase a set for $12.99. That's the fightcardgame.com. Thank you. Lettuce Be Idiots is obligated to plug and promote the Greg and Rob podcast. New episodes every Saturday and re-uploads of the original archive series every Tuesday and Wednesday available on all streaming podcast platforms. Let me restate what I was saying before the advertisements rolled. Uh, I was saying that Little Spiediots is back from a short hiatus. And on today's episode, I was really focusing and thinking about past shows I produced that I think were groundbreaking for levels of insanity. And one of the first shows that comes to mind is something I helped produce in January of 2019. At the time, I did the audio and video recording for a show produced by Phil987. He uh, he booked me to do it, the recording of it. And the clip I'm at to play is of Frankie T, Frank Terranova, and Phil987 doing stand-up back-to-back, hosted by Johnny HPV. I used to have the clip on my website and YouTube channel, but I took it down for some technical reasons. In the past, it had around 2,000 views, but I just feel like I shouldn't re-upload content I took down. It's one of my principles. 
So I'm recycling the content and uh, just to show you and present some truly uh, offensive material. Let Us Idiots presents the most offensive 12 minutes. So give it up for not only a great comedian, but also a great friend. Phil987 about me. Uh, so I, I put the sex and sexual harassment. <laughs> Anyone here concerned about these uh, assault weapon bans that Congress are trying to pass? Doesn't affect me, really. Because uh, I know the government won't try to get their hands on my cock. My, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, my sexual assault weapon. <laughs> Uh, Semi-automatic, by the way. <laughs> Wanna make it clear? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like I, I'm having a problem now, like picking up women these days, right? Because uh, they they give men mixed messages too much. Like when I talk to them. Their words tell me, go away, but when I look in their eyes, it says, wait me. And I don't like how they would get my name wrong right when we're having sex. I get annoyed after this. I have to constantly explain to them, it's Phil987, not help me. <laughs> Almost every girl I went out with, right? They all ask me the same annoying questions, like, Phil, why are you wearing a mask? <laughs> How did you play this in my apartment? <laughs> yeah, me and my ex, we both like to get really kinky in bed. Like, she enjoys it when I choke her, and I enjoy stabbing her. <laughs> Alright. Sounds like a good crowd. Let's get to the next one. <laughs> hey, uh, you guys ever think about this too? Like, like, you ever wonder if gay is short for got AIDS yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not only that homophobic uh, in case anyone like, thinks so. Like, my favorite parade is the gay pride one. Because after all, gay pride comes before the gay fall. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm drug free, anyone else? Like, uh, I don't really care about them, but like, I, I don't do, like, I don't smoke crack or heroin or anything like that. You know, the, the hard stuff. I, I, yeah, I don't touch those for obvious reasons. I don't support black businesses. <laughs> <laughs> So in my apartment, I have three black roommates. <laughs> it's pretty great, man. And the best part of all is because I get to sleep in the master's bedroom. 
cure to cancer is to make women stop talking to someone somehow. All right, like, uh, hear me out on this. Like, I used to believe that uh, you, uh, cell phones was what give you cancer. Anyone else used to think that? I used to thought that, but uh, then I found out the truth. That's not the cell phone giving me the cancer. That's the, that's the bitch on the other end of the line. <laughs> Father to pray to. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's probably my niche. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I learned that uh, Ebonics is what they call a, a black language. That makes sense to me because I only understood three fifths of what they're talking about. <laughs> I actually don't like it when uh, people say the N-word around black guys who I know personally, you know? I'm like, hey, cut it out. That's my property you're talking to. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. Um, yeah. so people wonder, like, because uh, I do, all, I talk about rape a lot. People ask me, Phil, you ever get worried about AIDS or anything? I said, no. I don't get AIDS in, anymore. I've, uh, I've actually passed that. I've transcended it. It doesn't affect me anymore. Now, now I just give AIDS. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, the paradigm has been shifted. Thank you very much. I'm proud of <laughs> Thank you. Keep it going for Phil 987. <laughs> I like that guy. Oh, man. Phil's great. Yeah, keep it going. Don't listen to no, the girl. <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't know this, this show. Uh, the other day, somebody told me that they thought Obama's daughters were hot. I was like, come on. I've been saying that for years. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think white guys have a, a really bad taste in uh, other races, attractiveness. I think it's true, because like, when I'm at the gym, I think every Indian girl at the gym is hot. And I know that's probably not true, but to me it is. <laughs> and there's always somebody who's like of that persuasion that feels like he wants to put me in my place. There's always some guy who's like, my friend, you think she's beautiful? In my country, she's nothing. <laughs> At Blink Fitness, she's giving me a hard on. <laughs> Go back to your country. I don't know if you guys heard, but they're opening up another Chick-fil-A in Manhattan. Yeah, I, I gotta admit, I, I, I got mixed feelings about it. Cause uh, I'm a vegetarian, but I hate faggots. <laughs> so you can see why I'm torn. Um, you know, even if I was gay, I would never act on it. You know, I'm that Italian. I would just live in pain, you know? I would uh, have sex with a woman, uh, throw up immediately, and then go online and chat up a twink. That would be my life. 
I throw up now, but not, not because I'm not attracted to women, just because I don't like them personally. <laughs> I, you know, as a race. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, Oprah Winfrey's talking about buying the Los Angeles Clippers. Which doesn't make any sense, because she's a fat cunt. <laughs> I, uh, I took this girl back to my apartment the other night, and uh, as soon as we got there, as soon as we got through the door, I proceeded to look her asshole. <laughs> so afterwards, she said to me, why did you start with that? I said, because your face is a fucking atrocity. <laughs> what else is going on? Oh, <laughs> uh, here's something. I took this girl to meet my grandmother. I said, uh, take a good look at her, because when I get done with her, she's gonna look like a glazed vanilla crow. Ew. <laughs> she said, what do you mean by that, Frankie? I said, I'm gonna come on ahead, Grandma. <laughs> you guys don't like family humor? I'm not, I'm not landing these jokes with two fucking broads in the, in the car. <laughs> the other day somebody was telling me, uh, they don't think we'll ever have a vegan pedophile. You know, because they have a lot of self-control. I think that's true because I'm a vegan and I would never have sex with an underage girl. Even though I really, really want to. Come on, you ever been on the bus at 3 o'clock? <laughs> Small hands. I mean, everybody wants to have sex with teenage girls. That's why it's illegal. Latinas age well. White girls fall apart at 26. Except, uh, I don't know, but especially Irish ones. They age like raisins. <laughs> Thanks for ripping my thing, uh, Ryan did. <laughs> oh, I heard uh, they're gonna let the first woman join the Boy Scouts. You heard about that? They're finally gonna let a woman join the Boy Scouts. I think that's great. Now for once, women are gonna know what it's like to get molested in the woods. <laughs> Equality, I support it. I support the Me Too movement. I have my own movement, I'm sorry. It's called Me Don't Give a Shit. <laughs> Phil wrote that one. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder what I would do if I ever had a gay son. You ever think about that? Because I don't know if you guys know this or not, but uh, normal people can have gay kids. Did you know that? I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't throw them out or nothing like that, like some of these animals. You know, some people find out their son is gay, they throw them out of the house. Not me. I don't want my son sucking dick at the Javits Center. He's going to do it in his room. With the door closed. And the music turned up. I don't need to hear that shit. <laughs> Very open-minded. You guys got the wrong impression of me. You know, you see an Italian guy extremely good-looking in a tracksuit right away, you think I hate everybody. <laughs> it's not easy being a straight white guy anymore. You know, you gotta be twice as talented as chicks, gays, and uh, light-skinned black people. 
Black skin, dark skin black people still have it fucked up. That I admit. They're just like Italians. <laughs> I'm almost done. Yeah. No. All right. Are you really gay? Me? Uh, yeah. Well, sometimes. Uh, nice knowing you. Age <laughs> <laughs> is making a comeback. Getting out the herd, baby. All right, how can I close out this set big? I, I live in a predominantly Hispanic neighborhood. And you know what I'm starting to know? Puerto Ricans sexualize their own children. It's true. I saw a girl in my neighborhood the other day wearing turquoise spandex. Couldn't be any older than eight. Now here's the most disturbing part about this. She had a great ass. <laughs> it's sad though. Because you know in four years when she starts popping out the kids, it's just gonna go straight to shit. Listen, you guys been great, that's my time. Keep it going for Johnny H. Personally, I know a lot of people really hate and dislike Phil 987 as a comedian, which I think is unfair, but also a fair point people have why they do. In the past, I really enjoyed booking him on many of the shows I used to produce. In the past, I really liked booking Phil 987 as a sideshow talent because he is strictly in the means of like just for the shock value to throw on stage. I guess I guess this is why most people book him in general, but whatever. I I, I remember um, producing uh, a comedy show on 420 of 2019. And on that particular show I booked Phil987 and he killed. Phil987 killed the room. And luckily I have uh, footage of it um, on Instagram and YouTube and my website. I ripped the audio and like to present it because I don't know if everyone who follows this podcast heard that clip, but here's that clip. Let's hear it for him, man. You can see him all over the city, dude. Let's hear it for Phil987. I don't get why uh, a lot of people complain that how hard it is to be a woman. Because uh, I don't feel that way. I think if you're a girl, you get to do all sorts of awesome things, like sucking my cock. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Just to make things clear, the guy, the host of that show who brought Phil 987 up was Jerry Martinez. Great comedian, and as well as a producer for the Fifth Borough Comedy Festival. In many of my past production live shows or Crooklyn comedy, I would really love booking unusual, really weird act talent comedians. And God knows, I look for them, and I, I attract them easily. But, like, there's someone that is so funny, that, but they're so not known into the public because they're in their little pockets and circles. It's just it's a it's a, a little uh, amusing to me when I put them on my shows wherever they may be. The next clip I'm gonna play is uh is of a guy a comedian or entertainer or beatboxer or some sort who goes by the name of Ozzy. Here's the audio of Ozzy's performance on a past produced Crooklyn comedy show. Danny, yeah. all right, we're gonna do it, Danny. Yo, I'm gonna tell you, listen, I, you see, you know me, I'm all about music. I love music. I like reggae music. And the reason why I like reggae music is because you really don't know how to say anything. You just gotta know how to tone your voice, have the right beat to it, and I'm gonna show you how you do it, and then use everybody's song. I'm gonna give you an example. I'm gonna give you an example, guys. Let me see, hold on for a minute. Hold on for a minute. Okay, 
The first thing they do is this. Ready? That's all I know. That's all I know. Everything else I don't know. And they'll say it look like this. Are you ready? Happy birthday to you. Follow me. Happy birthday to you. I'm talking to you. Come on. Are you ready to switch it up? And here you go. Do 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 when you do sound effects like me, and you meet different women, I gotta do different dances. For example, if she's Spanish, this is me on bed with her. If she's raised Jamaican, it's gotta be like this. If she's black, it'd be like this. If she's white, it's different. And yo, but that's yo, but I love, that's why I love my reggae music, man, because you can just take it. I got a song that I wrote. Y'all want to hear it? Y'all want to hear it? Listen, it's real quick. It's about a girl, after five years, she calls me and she wants some money. So this is how the song goes like this. Ready? They go like this. Girl, what you want? You haven't given me nothing, you can get no money from me now. Girl, what you want? Well, the last clip of Ozzy can be found on the website KirklandComedy.com and as well as the Mateo Pascali YouTube channel and the Kirkland Comedy Instagram page. You know, this episode just been really about just reminiscing about old shows I produce and have, like, evidence of ridiculous moments on footage, video, or audio. Because I'm really into the idea of recycling content for future content. It's like a, it's like a niche thing I like doing for myself. And that was what this episode of Let Us Be Idiots was all about. Lastly, I'm selling merch of Let Us Be Idiots and Kirkland Comedy on the Kirkland Comedy website. Link in the description. Also, I'm going to start promoting the Patreon for Kirkland Comedy Patreon. But it, it just really, the Patreon's for really anything I do creatively. It's more oriented towards 
the podcast. Let us be idiots. I know this episode's a little shorter than what it's, I'm trying to get for each week in exact half hour. But uh, there was a lot of structuring to this episode. So it's I guess it panned out pretty well. Nonetheless, it's the end of the show and I'm going to cut it. Danger! Representing on Let Us Be Idiots podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Luby, you be raw. That's a real gist. That's a real gist. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. They ask me how I do it, keep them coming with that hot flame. They oh, no. take the reins, act a fool with my pin bangs. Only place I do it is the show that gets the silliest. What? Tired of being stuffy, so I say let us be idiots. Y'all about to know that I'm the monster with the sick. Call me PMS, probably million stacking, no, no Let's go, drop lava rocks, burning infinite Keep these bastards angry, angry bastards just don't give a ish Lighting their ways up, bring the real deal I feel we too much, make them all squeal Mohill in my clutch, make them out and now Ruby lighting it up, got you saying well Lengi, you be raw, that's a real gist But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots Let's be idiots, I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots Let us be idiots, I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots